Is it my starting it again? Um, you start the last two. Fine, sir. Don't get greedy. Okay. Welcome back to the pop. Oh punk. no, no! You gotta start <laughs> that over. Welcome <laughs> back to the pop punk emo supremo podcast with your two very attractive, sexy, willing to talk to you hosts. Because we're lonely. Roper. Hey yo. And you got me, Hunter. Hey yo. And today. Yo. Yeah, you didn't get my little thing in there. I was trying uh, to think of the farmers only thing. Is there a, a is there a theme song behind so, it? Uh, you're never lonely with farmers only. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. every bit of that. Yes. Um. So just like farmers only today, we are searching, searching through the crowd of needing um some more attention, but. With self-titled records. Yeah. The most underrated records in almost every band's category. Or you, you uh, catalog. So? Yeah, like, I just think that if a band really uh, loves their record enough to, like, title it their own name, I feel like that's, like, this is the pinnacle of this band. I agree with you. You know what I mean? Or they were just so lonely, they're, like, just self-titled. Not lonely. Uh, <laughs> they're so lazy. Man, you must be the lonely one this week. We're both. We both are. It's fine. Um, but they were just so lazy. They're like, no, I don't want to think of any more cleverness. But just if you think about it, every band, it every band's like, ah, oh, this is our greatest album yet. Um, I, I think they lie a lot. <laughs> maybe. I think there's a lot of bands because, like, maybe a band has improved their um, uh, instruments and like honed in on their vocals and stuff like that to the point where they think it's their best record. But and they put out the next one. They're like, this is the best. Sometimes, but like sometimes, I think like just the the sheer will of a band trying to make something work is what makes that record so great. Yeah. Like for instance, like I want to use Four Year Strong as an uh, example. I thought you were gonna say the Wonder Years. No, I wasn't. Suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think uh, like Four Year Strong's like first two records are like phenomenal, and I think even though they're better musicians on their later records, those are their standouts. I think yeah, I think that they're never gonna fully beat, and I'll even talk a little bit about them later maybe. Ooh. So, um, anyway, Roper, we have a lot to talk about. Should we just jump into this? Yeah. My number five pick. Oh, here we go. Is a new ba- newer band. Well, again, a kind of a newer band. Wow. Can't talk today. <laughs> um, We're great podcasters. They're called Grade Out. Um, this EP came out in 2021. Um, my favorite release from this EP is Debaser. It's a Pixies cover, but it's a nice pop punk version of a Pixies cover. You know what I love about covers? What's that? Sometimes I hear them before the original. That's what happened to me with this one. Mm-hmm. And uh, then you know, like I don't like Pixies fans, so because oh. I think they're I think they're a little um, pretentious. I think they're a little pretentious. Not gonna lie. Yeah. So whenever someone's like, "Hey, what's your pa- favorite Pixies song?" I'm gonna say "Debaser," and they're gonna be like, "Well, that's a great song." And I'm like, "Yeah, not by them though." Yeah, <laughs> nerds. Then, uh, just, move. <laughs> just call them a quick nerd and walk away. <laughs> and that's how you do it. Anyway, uh, continue with "Debaser." Work yeah, right out. Uh, I found this record earlier this year. I was searching on Reddit, and somebody's like, "Hey, check out Great Out." They used to be the band 
this time next year. This Sounds time familiar. this time next year used to be like one of my favorite bands in high school. Oh. And they were like the purest of pure, like pop punk, almost borderline newfound glory rip. I wouldn't say rip offs, but like just as good as them, I would say. As good even. Yeah. Okay. And so uh after their drummer went to miss her, these guys kind of just disappeared and then they resurfaced this or last year with this EP. And uh, it's just nice to hear that traditional flavor of pop punk. Is it the same drummer? No. I was going to say because bass or Mr. is gone. Yeah. He's not in the band anymore. Interesting. He's not with these guys, at least. Sad. Hmm. Yeah. But, like, that guy had a pretty unique voice, too. His was really raspy. But this guy's is more so, like, along the lines of Billy Joe Armstrong and, like, mm-hmm. uh, lead singer Newfound Glory. Um. Do you think this is, do I think this is their best record? Yeah, so far, because it's their only one. So <laughs> they put out two other singles that are pretty fucking rad, too. Uh, I highly recommend this one. Highly? Yeah. See, I like I mean, it when, uh, that. usually I feel like the self-titled record comes later in the band's career. Yeah. This was very. Uh, or it's their debut, like a few other ones that we have. Do we have a few other ones? Yeah. I guess, yeah. You At least might, on my list. I think I have one on my list. You're right. Um, but yeah, no, I guess that makes a lot of sense. I, I just put these rules in my head and when they don't get followed, my brain's like, that's not right. <laughs> what are yeah. you doing? So you yeah. just got to stop making rules. I like rules. I like uh structure. Otherwise I get scared. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I got one. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, it's by a band called man overboard, man. I forgot about this one. Yeah. We talked about that. I know. Uh, I like man overboard, but I was always a. I'm going to listen to some singular songs from select records yeah. kind of a guy. I never like fully listen to records like I usually do with most bands I like. Um, but their self-titled dropped in 2011. I think I think the best song, at least off the original, not the deluxe version, is Dead End Dreams. Got nothing to show for these dead end dreams. My heart will ache again, it seems. Because you're not in my arms and all I want to do is keep my promises to you. They'll come true. Dead End Dreams is good, but I really like Rare. And I Really? There's so many other songs on there. I think I just listened to Dead End Dreams so much when it came out that I'm like sure. forever burnt out. See, but I listen to this album all the time when it came out, and I'm kind of pissed that I didn't put it on my list. I <laughs> I, uh, I listened to Rare, and I was like, I don't get it. Like It just sounded very like all over the place. I think that's why I like it. Is that why you like it? Yeah. Hmm, I don't and know. they have that... That part at the end of the song where he's like, You're so worth all of this torture. I love that part. So <laughs> Is that a good one? Yeah. Yeah, that was actually one of my least favorite songs with the record. Maybe I just wow. need to give it another try. I think you do. Um, you need to stop know. following your rules, dude. I just, I listened to it. I was like, I don't, just don't get it. It's not for me. But, you know, this is this is what I said. I was like, I, I think this record has had like, some really good hand, like standout songs, like Dead End Dreams. Atlas, Picture Perfect. I like all those. Oh, I love Picture Picture Perfect too. Right, and then Spins good. But I but then I said, Spin. pretty much every other song. <laughs> I was like, and Spins trash. <laughs> uh, and pretty much every other song off the record was kind of an easy skip for me. Like I'd rather just get to those like four or like five songs. I'm sure there's a few others. One, those are the ones I just thought off the top of my. I really liked Atlas. I might have almost picked that one. Atlas, Atlas is great. Mm-hmm. I was mm. like, mm, that was really good. And they have Love Your Friends Die Laughing on there too. Only on the deluxe version. Oh yeah, I forgot because that was on Human Highlight Reel originally. 
Uh, yeah, because I was like, what is this? Why isn't this on? Because I guess I would always pick the deluxe version. Yeah. So that was originally going to be the song I picked, but I figured for structure's sake. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, Got to go with Dead End Dreams on that. Um, But anyway, uh, so I don't think this is their you know best record, Uh, but I am only a casual fan of Man Overborn, and I'm still learning, so I'm not sure. Maybe it is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I would have to say it's my favorite record by them. Would but you? Real Talk is really close to being like, Number one, two. Okay. That was the first one that I heard by him. But then when this came out in 2011, you said? Yeah. We just played this on repeat all summer. It was fucking awesome. Literally 11 years ago. Yeah, I know, right? Not so. I graduated high school then. I was a sophomore. Fresh, yeah, sophomore. <laughs> um, but I did want to mention this. Their newest single, Lifeline, that no one talks about, um, is like my favorite song by them. Really? Yes, I love it. I love it so much. I don't know why. It must have just kind of come at like the right time for yeah. me. That came out when we started the podcast. Yeah, 2019. No, 2020? we started 2020. Yeah, maybe it was 2020. But I remember us talking about it when it first came out. Yeah, and it was so good for me. I, other people were just like, oh, okay, it's like another song. But I was like, where's the record on that? Because it's been two or three years. Just, no I, other singles have been announced, released, nothing. Yeah, I Nada. think they just kind of did it. For like, here you go, fans, and then they just never got back together because the pandemic. Oh, uh, maybe I wonder what's going on. I feel like they have. I feel like it was kind of the start of it all, and then it was well, like a hold me over, like you said. But usually, only hold me overs last like a year. Yeah, Nick Berzazi is pretty busy with uh, like oh, his studio and stuff, and he's got his true. own solo project too. What does he play? He plays over? bass, and he does the uh, other. He does the backup vocals too. Okay. They kind of do a call and response thing, so I wouldn't really say that he's backup vocals. Well, their vocals are really unique. Yeah. I like their vocals a lot. They have like this sound. I was just like, yes, please. Um, another thing I want to mention, just because we're talking about Man Overboard, we don't really do that a lot. Um, they like were the ones that started this whole Defend Pop Punk thing. I know, thing. right? Or at least they had the uh, the icon for it. Yeah, their symbolism. Mm-hmm. And someone else was, I don't know how it all worked out. Um. But it was, yeah, I was super, uh, super, it was, a, it was a weird listen because I hadn't heard a lot of their other songs that weren't like popular hits. Yeah. Um, and then there was a few that I fell in love with on the way out. Uh, Atlas to be probably my favorite. Um, and yeah, it was a great time overall. Thank you, Man Overboard. Yeah, they're really good. I always forget about how good they are. Mm-hmm. And just to recap, like, I struggled to make this list. <laughs> so <laughs> if I don't give a ton of information off these things, that's because I listened to a lot of them within, like, the past two days. So, yeah, I made this list pretty quickly, and I'm surprised that I did because the whole week leading up to it, I'm like, man, I don't remember any of these. Like, I had to listen to all these had. records all over again. So I just kind of lucked out there. But anyway, Roper, you go ahead. Uh, my next pick is Good Charlotte. This album came out. In 2001, uh, what is my favorite release? You guys are all asking me. You're not asking. I am. But it's Screamer. song was so good no dude this was like my anthem back in the day it's yeah like, nobody understands me <laughs> it sounds so like I'm simple plan over here. i'm just a kid um i love this record uh 
Is it all like the single? I only listen to the one song, Screamer. No. Oh, so There's, it's a very it's like a diverse really, record. Yeah. It, okay. Let me let me get into it, man. I'm sorry. Uh, this is their debut record. Uh, this band changed my 10-year-old life. <laughs> First time I heard them. Um, just the mix between the styles on this record, it goes from pop, a little bit of hip-hop, mm. a little bit of... Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say reggae, but you can definitely hear some like Scottish influences in it. Uh, maybe like sw- maybe swinging from the fence. No, just mm. like upstrokes and stuff. Gotcha. Um, also, like there's a lot of dark songs on here, like emotional songs. Uh, really speaks to like being a kid, not fitting in, like isolation and not fitting in. Um, and like. 10-year-old me and never heard music like that before because I was so used to listening to country music. <laughs> oh, yeah. And regular, like, rock music. That's fair. Um, and before Rugrats would play on Nickelodeon, they would play Little Things to show a commercial for it. So oh. That was, I think that was, like, my first subconscious introduction to Good Charlotte. Okay. But then I heard Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous and I was like, Oh, this is my band forever. That that is that was like a kicker for even myself. This was like yeah, this band did a lot for me growing up. What was their big song off that record that wasn't lifestyle? Wasn't it a different song? Uh they had uh the anthem on there. The anthem. Yeah. yeah. I think that was kind of their that number was on one. Madden that was on Madden O three. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. I love it. Um do I think it's their best record? No. But it's probably their, it's either their second or third, because I really like Chronicles of Life and Death, too. Um, but Young and Hopeless will always be my favorite record by them, because that one was the first one that I bought. Mm. And that's the first one that I really heard and listened to all the way through, and it's just got so many fucking bangers on it. Our boys at the Empty Space podcast just reviewed it last week. Oh, did they really? Yeah. Well, Interesting. It would be two weeks ago. Wait, no, it would be last week. Yeah. This episode comes out because we're late. I was listening I'm late. to one of their episodes and my phone died. And I was like, well, oh. I guess I'll go back to FM. Oh, rats. <laughs> so, oh, it was a fun time. I, I want to talk about this. We got time. Yeah. I uh, was um, at someone's house last night and then I had woken up and then I was like, I got to go back and let my dog outside. So I. Um, You're at someone's house, but you get yeah, set up the scene. So it was the last day night of the Iowa State Fair. No, I woke up and left. <laughs> it doesn't count. What were you doing at this person's house? You, it's what happens after the house, Roper. Happens after the Iowa State Fair? Yes. Did you meet a lady of the night <laughs> no. at the Iowa State Fair? No, I met her before that. It's fine. And you s- I just don't tell you guys about things anymore because they only a, last a few weeks anyway. You took a nap at her. Well, yeah, I felt that one. <laughs> uh, so you took a nap at her house after the fair. Yes. What did you guys eat at the fair? Um, I had a slice of pizza. Oh, dude, you got to get some fair food. No, here was my problem. The lines were so long. I know. They were and ridiculous. I was like, I'm not fucking waiting 20 minutes to get i wanted to get a euro oh yeah that line's always long i know i was like man the euro sounds really good but then there's pizza and then someone was selling tenderloins so i had a half of that and then they have like the smoothies like the strawberry smoothies everyone skips out on not me i'm smarter than you you know they have red bull smoothies no those are good we used to bring flasks into the fair and put them in red bull smoothies Interesting. Yeah, Smart choice. Yeah. Well, hopefully nobody from the Iowa State Fair listens to this and steals my idea. <laughs> I'm sure. It's already been happening. Yeah. Drinking alcohol there is um 
We had cotton candy beer. Oh, oh, fuck. It's that was really the one good. that I was looking for. But it was really good. Dude, the goddamn beer line, like the at the butt or the craft beer tent. Yeah. Yeah, it was so fucking packed there on Saturday. It I did went. not taste like beer at all. It tasted exactly like cotton candy should. Yeah. It was dude. maybe my, it's my new favorite beer. And I'll never probably find it again. Do you know what company it was? Nope. It's probably Barntown. Sounds like Barntown Brewery. They I wish you guys could see my hands, but like the drink was like this big. Like a 12. It's probably like a 20 ouncer. Yeah, 20. 20 ounce. 16 ounce. And then, so what happened was I didn't even buy it, but the friend, the group of friends. The lady them, of the night bought no, it. No, 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 no. And that's Her how he took a friend group. Who, shut up. Her friend group. <laughs> He's embarrassed. No, I'm not embarrassed. You keep interrupting me. False, <laughs> falsities. Um, the, uh, one of her friends, um, like, like they were all going to go on a ride. So they just like, Hey, do you want to just drink this for us? And he like hands it basically full. And I was like, this is probably like $20. She just handed me right now. Yep. And the guy was like, super cool. He's like, ah, bro, I don't care. I'm going to do, I'm just here having fun. Like, I'm, I'm like, hooking you, you up with this lady of the night. You much. Anyway, we totally just 100% 180 off my 180. Um, but anyway, so I'm leaving. The house, it's probably she, like. Did she live close? Oh my god. <laughs> um, she, yeah, we. She lives a little bit out of downtown. Um, okay, so that's kind of close. Like, yeah, it's relatively close. So, but I wake up. We go to the gas station that's like near the McDonald's oh, and the she hospital. You up? No, I go. Oh, I go to the man. hospital. Sorry. Or <laughs> I go to the gas station. <laughs> I go to the gas station. I um and then like so they have these like uh you know like this not smoothies but it's like slushies. freezy slushies yeah. So I've never bought a slushie but for whatever reason I know I sh- I know it's crazy but I just like had this overwhelming like need to do it. So I had a so since I'm pouring it myself I thought to myself well I mean I gotta make it as full as possible. You go to some corporation and I fill it like three quarters all the and way you up. Spilled it. So <laughs> I uh, fill it all the way up with mango flavored. Okay. Excellent choice. Weird flex. Um, thank you. And then as I'm putting the lid on, it like won't quite uh, fit. So like there's slush. liquids going everywhere, and I'm like having a bad time. There's like five. It's the reason I said it was after the fair is because the gas station was fucking packed. Oh, uh, and you made a scene. At like midnight. So I'm making a scene. Eventually, I just like squeeze the bottom of it to where like a little bit pops off the top. <laughs> and I just like put it down the trash. And then I put it on there. I get some towels. Like I kind of wipe it all up. Everything's sticky. Everyone's mad at me. I, I, which which gas station were you at? It's I don't quick I think it was trip? like quick trip. Yeah, uh, I would have just left it. <laughs> I mean, what if it was a classier gas station? Like a Casey's. I probably would have just left it. I hate <laughs> Does it matter what gas station? Yeah, no, it's a gas station. Then why did you ask in the first place? I don't know. <laughs> now, if you would have went to a Quick Star, mm, that's, that's where you clean it up. Oh, they're, I mean, so I they do got prefer good, the Quick Stars. They got good warmer food. Um, I did get some taquitos. Yeah. And that was really good. That was like my like all-time low of my diet was... <laughs> Not the, the fair pizza food. I got. No, I mean, the fair food was like one slice of pizza. Fuck off, you know? Dude, I waited. I think I had the like shortest amount of wait time for fair food. Really? On Saturday. Yeah, dude. On a Saturday? I wanted a... Oh, you can't say that anymore. I wanted an Italian grinder. What are you going to say? I was going to call it a guinea grinder, but that's racist towards Italians. Oh, well, okay. And so... <laughs> I've never heard that before. You, well, yeah. It's like an old, like, derogatory name for Italians. <laughs> okay. But, uh, 
Yeah, dude. I waited maybe like five minutes, if that, maybe two minutes. You lucky. And just got the sandwich right away. Was it good? Oh, it's amazing. I love oh. grinders. Wow. I, uh, yeah, every food thing. We... So how did you get that slushy story out of Good Charlotte? No idea. I just <laughs> really wanted to talk about it. I was so tired. I was like half awake the whole time. Oh, it's because I, hope... I mentioned, it's because I mentioned, um, you mentioned uh, Rugrats, Empty Space. Oh. And then that was while I was like, my phone had died while I was drinking my slushy and eating my Tokitos. Oh, okay. And then that is how that came to be. Please keep this all in. I'm going to. Good. <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> we need people to know more about our mundane lives, yes. which is going to be a spinoff show coming soon. Yeah, Mundane Mondays. <laughs> mundane Mondays. With, with Pop Punky Most Primo Boys. What up? Um, but yeah, are you done with that? I'm sorry. <laughs> Am I done? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out about this lady of the night. Well, that is what she is. <laughs> wow. Maybe, maybe we've been talking. Maybe she'll come around. Or who knows? Maybe she'll be a lady of the week. Maybe of the week. Yeah. And then eventually a month. Maybe. And then I'll marry her. And oh, and then we'll have we'll 15 be... kids and then I'll give 13 up for them or 13 of them to Roper for him to house. I don't want 13. Yeah, how many can you take? Zero. Zero. They're not mine. They are yours. How does that? How's that gonna happen? Okay, so here's the plan. <laughs> so I'm going to throw some um, documents at you, and I'm that with not, your signature on it. I'm not gonna sign them. Wait, it's for the show. No, it's not. It is. You just told me they're for the children. No, I didn't. I insinuated they were. <sighs> you see, now you're making things up. You're we projecting. All, we got it all recorded. You're projecting. We got it all recorded. <laughs> You're projecting. You know it. I anyway, I'll get, I don't want your lies. I'll get you to sign this. Obviously, we have a great brand deal. You ain't kin. And the brand deal is you watching my 13 illegitimate children. Just sounds like. <laughs> sounds like a lot of work. I can barely handle you sometimes. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> <laughs> I do. We do what we can around here. <laughs> so anyway, I want to talk about pop punk more. <laughs> Yeah, we should probably get back to it. Where are we at? <laughs> I don't even know. Now it's finally your pick. Is it? Oh, yeah, you know what's really sad pick. is like, this is going to be super quick because we already talked about this literally last week. Or, yeah, last week. No, wait, we had an interview last week. Two weeks ago. No, wait, we had, I don't know. Anyway, story so far. <laughs> that oh. is what we're going with. And then, um, Robert, we should just talk about this together because isn't this your next one Did as well? Did you do your number two? Um, do your number two. This is my number three. I did do my number two. Oh, I'm reading yours upside down. Okay, mm-hmm. right. you silly yeah, we boy. should just talk, knock this out. Yeah, we both like the story so far. Story so far. It's my number three. Well, that's my No, next... my number two and his number three. That's yeah, my next pick anyway. So yeah, we'll just kind of combine these, but we'll get, cool. the, we'll get the things out of the way. 2015's when it dropped. Yeah. Great record or great year for the... Re- I love that year as well. It was it's... probably one of the best years, actually, if not the best year for pop punk. Yeah, so my uh, my pick cool. was, since I swear I say Heavy Gloom every time we talk about this record, I uh, went with Mock. I changed mine up too. What was yours? Stalemate. Shedding no, wanting no.
so here's here's what I said about the record. Um, I loved seeing the development of this band, which goes and ties with like the last episode. You know, yeah. we've seen a lot of development from them. We've seen where they come, where they're going. Like, where who knows what's next? Yeah, it's up in the air. We have no clue. Um, but we already talked about this, so I didn't really feel the need to put a lot more into this. This is just a plug to go watch our last episode where we talked about the story so Link far for bio. over an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say that. It's not going to be in the bio. Just look it up. <laughs> it's called The History of the Story So Far. Yeah. Um. And then... Why do you love this self-titled record? Why do I? Uh. That's oh, that's what I meant. I like seeing the development of the band. Oh, why okay. did you love this self-titled record? Oh, man. Well, as as we talked about in the last episode, this band changed my perception of pop punk. Mm-hmm. Um, this album was on repeat that whole summer and maybe the next summer. Maybe the summer after until Papa summer. came out. <laughs> um, Nerve was probably my favorite release, but I've talked about that song so many times. Yep. Um, I just feel like this album was so aggressive and angry, and I was at the time too. It gave me. It gives me kind of a uh, not a melancholy. It's like a fuck you vibe. Like a like a very like real suspenseful vibe yeah. almost it's kind of like i feel like i'm being watched and someone's about to attack me oh i can see that mm-hmm. um no skips except for phantom <laughs> and that's why i love this record suck a dick now this album fucking rules um roper i'm gonna ask this question for both of us do you think it's their best record we already talked about this too i don't know you don't know I have an easy answer. I'm going to say nah. Okay. Going for Under Soil or Dirt or Proper Dose would be... I just think every album is so fucking solid, it's hard for me to have a definitive choice. I th- Yeah, I think for whatever reason, those records are just the ones that like I tend to gravitate towards more. Probably it's because what you listen to the most. Uh, that, but I also think that like I like the yin and yang to it. Yeah. Because Under Soil and a- Dirt, I think that's their angriest record. I think what you don't see is definitely like. Do you their think most, that's angrier? Yeah, mm. that's definitely their heaviest one. Well, we can definitely agree that proper dose is like the melancholy. Oh. After that episode, um, fuck, what's the song? Twenty four. Twenty four. Oh, uh, upside down. Upside down. Yeah, that, that song has been on my repeat lately. So good. I uh, have absolutely loved listening to that. And that was the song that I was like, oh, they're gonna be, they're not gonna be a band anymore after this. Yeah, I liked how you was talking about. He kind of reminds me of bar bands from the Wonder Years because he's like yeah. mentioning his friends and like what they're doing. His friends and his brothers. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's so crazy. Yeah, he has a song about his brother where he mentions. Uh, that he hopes that they haven't talked for a long time, but he hopes that he's proud of him. Yeah. I don't remember that one. That's is, proper dose. And then in keep this up, he talks about his brother too. Oh, uh, maybe it's that one yeah. then. Um, but anyway, uh, absolutely. 100%. Love the record. Yeah. But not my favorite. Yeah. And it could be Roper's favorite. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> changes, hard. Every, changes every week. Roper doesn't like change. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, do you want me to just go to my next one? Yeah, then? just go to your next one. Okay. Uh, for number three, I chose the front bottoms. Front butts. Front butts, baby. That dropped in 2011, too. A lot of self-titled in 2011. Is this the one with twin size mattress on it? No. I believe that is That's Talon, Talon of the Hawk. That's Talon of the Hawk. Mm-hmm. Come on. Um, I originally said the song I wanted to listen to off this was Father, but I'm actually going to change it to Flashlight. And I can hear your dog whistle from my
yeah, the song, like, the, the beginning super um, pulls you in. Like, it's one of those songs that, like, I always instantly recognize it just based off the intro. And it's just, it's a good song. Um, so here's what I had to say about this lovely record. Um, there's always something interesting on each and every song. Um, whether it be, like, random instruments they put in. Something, I don't even know what it is. I can't even pinpoint what it is. Sometimes they have, like, poorly recorded, like, trumpets and shit in there. Yeah. And I'm like, that's dope. Like that. Or, like, the drum. The drums really stand out on this record because there isn't a ton of production to, like, wash them out. Yeah. Um, if that makes a lot of sense. So, I don't know. It was pretty cool. Uh, lyrically, even though much... It's <laughs> stucky. Go on, keep going. I just love his... I love his, like, flow and his lyrics. Yeah. Especially after you sent me that video of the guy singing about the ham sandwich. Ham sandwich? Or he's, like, talking about the sandwich. Oh, you mean, like, the... That, isn't it a that meme? meme? Yeah, yeah, that's Yeah, yeah. I'm just a roast beef sandwich and you don't eat me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's pretty good. Uh, lyrically, like, everything's... <laughs> fucking... <laughs> lyrically, even though much of what is said is nonsensical, <laughs> it makes you think. There's, like, certain, like, one-liners, like... You're, you're totally high school or something like that, which is like, oh, that's kind of a big burn. I guess. Like, kind of a nerd burn, almost. Yeah. Like, oh, you're so high school. Fuck, bitch. Yeah, you're not cool. Um, And then uh, it's just an easy listen, like, all the way through for me. I was, I was pleasantly surprised because I always thought this record was, like, a bad record. And then I kept listening all the way through, and I was like, okay, I think I get it now. This is, they're a band that, like, I want to, like, want to like. Mm -hmm. I don't you know. Just, I know. I don't know why I can't just like them uh yeah my introduction to them was like a lot more unique than most and here's why um and i'll say like is it their best record i said not even close ha -ha. back on top is for hunter that's correct i'd say back on top followed by talent of the hawk uh, would be um my favorites uh, I, I do think it's very bare bones which is okay and only proves that they are good songwriters just by themselves so i do like that um their newest record was really interesting too they had a few songs on there that was like they have a song called Jerk on there Yeah. that no one talks about, which makes me sad. And I know why. It's because I think it's like, it's almost like a pop song, but like made fun of in a pop. Like, it's like almost like in the beginning of the song, it's his vocals are 100% like um, auto-tuned to the max. Okay. Um, cause things like that don't matter, you know, like, it's like <laughs> trying to like correct it and stuff. And then um, there's... It's like this line that always like sticks in my head. It's like, um, you bought an old film camera. I'm not even sure it works. The lighting's perfect. I look like a jerk. And I was like, well, I don't know why, but I like that a lot. So I think that's why they're such a unique band is because they can always stand out. Like, yeah. like no one's ever going to write lyrics like this band ever. No. So I think that's why I like them. It's like, oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, but anyway, that's what I had to say about. Uh, the Front Bottom self-titled record, which I believe was their first record. I could be wrong, but I'm I, pretty sure. I just wish I knew more about them. What do you want to know? I know a lot about them. Uh, I just need to listen to them more. Maybe I'll find something that I like about them. Listen to Back on Top. Yeah. All of it. Maybe. No. Maybe I'll start with this one. Start with Plastic Flowers. Plastic Flowers. Mm -hmm. I've heard Talent of the Hawk. Talent of the Hawk's like a <clears throat> good record for Shersies, but I, you I don't know. You said it's your second favorite. It is. That's why I said for jerseys. But, like, I think back on tops, like, they're just, like, it's, like, a perfect meld of, like, what production can do for that band and their, like, writing styles. So, I don't know. People are going to disagree with me and say it's their worst record. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it out no matter what. So. Okay. I will. I'll need a next episode. We're going to need an update. You're my 
my peach. Okay. You were my plum. All right. It's my turn. Finally. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Um, the artist, of course, is Dance Gavin Dance. Oh, no. <laughs> um, this released in 2008. That's so crazy. That's our longest one, right? Oldest one? Oldest one. No. Oh, it's not? My next one is. Oh, shit. Yeah. Right. Uh, my favorite release off this record is kind of a hidden gem. It's called Burning Down the Nicotine Armoire Part 2. Back in the days where everything was a fucking sentence for a long or for a song title. Yeah, there's um I found one of those on a front bottom song on the last record. And I was like, wow, that's kind of interesting. They're coming back. Coming back. They're coming back. Uh, dude, I I love this record. Uh this was another band that just changed my whole perception of music. Mm-hmm. Uh it really they really got me into like heavier music with like screams and stuff. Yeah. And this was like kind of the album that was my introduction into them. It's not, well, I take that back. Downtown Battle Mountain was the first album that I listened to by them. And I was like, oh man, this is real music. I think Ray told me that was the record I would like by them. Yeah. Because I like the, I like the tree one a lot. I always forget what it's called. Artificial Selection. Yes. I like that one a lot. And I think you'll like Instant Gratification too. That one fucking slaps. I think other than Tillian's horrible mistakes lately, I think he's a great vocalist. Oh yeah. So I like the I like the newer stuff. Yeah. Um but yeah. Uh what was I gonna say? Oh, I think that your dance gavin dance is like my front bottoms to you. You know what I mean? I can see that. Yeah, it's like a band that I I, I definitely like little bits and pieces of here and there. Um, but like I haven't fully grasped it like you have. Yeah. I don't know, it just hit me at the perfect time because I was getting into like some screamo style shit. Mm-hmm. Like uh oh shit, who was I'm trying to think of like that was around the time we were like making fun of the Chiodos and stuff and like listening to bands like a Skylet Drive and then I can't remember how I found I think my friend Sean, he was like, You gotta check out this band because he had just downloaded it. Mm-hmm. And I heard uh I heard uh, Times New Roman by uh, Dance Gavin Dance. I'm like, oh man, this song is like life altering because it was like literally gave me chills. Mm-hmm. And then, but then when I started like digging into this band a little bit more, found out that they changed lead singers and uh, they changed this album is the first one with Kurt Travis on it. Yep, I was waiting for that little fun fact. Yeah, um, this is the only album with John Mess and Kurt together on vocals because John found out that he had Lyme disease and mm. then quit the band for a little bit, but he's back in the band. My dad had Lyme disease for a little really? bit. Really? Yeah. Did I guess get... it's like a weird, it's really yeah. uncommon nowadays, so and he's, yeah. he's not dead, so. Well, did he get some ticks or something? I think, yeah, it was a tick. Yeah. I think he was really, really, really sick for like, like yeah. my dad never calls into work. He could be pooping his pants and still doing shit. Shit in his pants. Yeah. yeah. Um. But no, like I, I think that was the first time he called to work in like really? 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Dad's a trooper. He is. I think the other time was when he had a vasectomy, so. Wow. Yeah. That'll do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'll do it. I would love to just send him a voice clip of me yeah. saying that. Hey, Dad, you're snipped. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody knows about it. Oopsies. Um, 
I think at the time this had some of their heaviest songs, and I'm probably gonna get crucified for that. But mm. um, I don't know, dude. This is like peak John Mess back in the day where he was just fucking going hard, and I think that's what kind of had to do with him quitting the band for a little bit. Yeah, why besides did he, the Lyme disease? So like, why did he fully leave? Uh, just because his voice was his voice was getting all fucked up and the Lyme disease. Because I've heard after since Tilly into his little naughty deed. Um, that they were wanting him to come back. John Mess is in the band still. He's been in the oh. band since. You're talking about Johnny Craig. Johnny Craig. Johnny no, Craig, they don't want Johnny Craig back. No. Johnny Craig got kicked out. Of Who was the other? You're talking about Kurt Travis. You. Kurt they want Travis. him to come back. Yes. Which, if you want, if you want Dance Gavin Dance in this style with Kurt Travis, just go listen to Royal Coda. They just put out a new album that's absolutely phenomenal. Is it everything Dance Gavin Dance except with Kurt? It's a little bit heavier. A little heavier. Okay. And it's got the guitar player from Stolas and Hail the Sun in it. A little Fuck. bit Swancore? It's Swancore for sure, dude. Swancore yeah, it, uh, it came out like a week after Jackpot Juicer, so it was like the perfect like follow-up for me. Because mm, mm-hmm. normally whenever I listen to records like that, I'll just like keep listening to it and then I'll get burnt out, but now I can switch between both of them. Yeah, I mean, I thought that was kind of good pub- publicity based off that oh, release yeah. anyway. And just, like, the power of Will Swan putting out two absolutely banger banger records, like, week after week is mm-hmm. insane. He must be just swimming in cold, hard 20s right oh, I now. I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe something else. Um, this, uh, this song, or this album also features Chino from the Deftones, which is, like, a really weird feature for people in this scene. Isn't that a really old band? I mean, they're still together, but they were they started in like the early nineties. Yeah, they're like one of the pioneers of like new metal music. But I hate new metal. I don't know. I like the I like the Deftones. They're just really heavy. Maybe there's maybe there's be something out of it. I'd like. I'm oh, not yeah. sure. New Have you metal ever seen just... the movie Queen of the Damned? Uh uh-uh. uh Okay, never mind. You know, if you ask me if I've seen a movie, I'm gonna say yeah. No. But that one's kind of like horror like, and it's got oh. a really good like soundtrack with like corn and. Uh, Deftones on it. Uh, Reminds me of, uh, I'm trying to think of, like, I think came out like Cedar Chucky had a corn song on it. Probably. <laughs> so um, dumb. Yeah, and then I said this is a very rock-solid release. Another song that's on here is probably a little, or is their most, one of their most popular songs is Uneasy Hearts Way the Most. Mm. And I think, I think you would know that one. You would just have to listen to it. Uh, it's a fucking great right. and catchy song. It's like, I've got lies to tell your children when my smile pierces through your bones. You know it if you heard it. <laughs> um, do I think this is their best record? No, I do not. Because I love the whole Tillian era. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so hard for me to pick what their best album is. Because like right now... I. I really love, I think I'm always going to say either instant gratification or artificial selection, but yeah. I really love Jackpot Juicer right now, and I love Afterburner. I need to give that another listen. Yeah, last yeah. week you were like, nah, I hate it. It's not that good. I hated the song you picked off it. Oh. oh. <laughs> well, maybe there's other ones. You got to like. listen to Long Nights in Jail or One Man's Cringe. Both Long Nights in Jail. Yeah. Interesting. I know. Oh. This was before he got busted. Ah, uh, yeah. Busted. I hope I hope he like recovers. I think he is working on himself. So I think as a scene and as like a society, we should be more. We should learn to forgive if people put the work into it. You know what? I agree with that statement. Let's stop canceling shit all the time. Yeah. Or if we're gonna cancel it, bring it back like they did Futurama. Come on, let's do yeah. this. 
Anyway. But keep Kevin Spacey away. <laughs> We're done with him. Yeah. I mean, what did he do again? I don't remember. Uh, he, like, took advantage of a lot of young actors, like, throughout his whole career. And then, like, when he got busted for it, he made, like, this blanket apology. And he was like, oh, I'm gay. <laughs> and so thinking that would, like, cancel out all the terrible things that he did to young actors. Not even close. Him and Brian Singer both got busted around the same time. Ready for Dan Schneider to get his just desserts. Fuck Dan Schneider. I wonder what happened. They... Jeanette McCurdy yep, put I was out... just going to talk okay. about this. Yeah. All but right. that book, I wish... I was some... I'm glad my mom died or something like that. Yeah. I didn't... I've only, like, her little bits and pieces of it, but she called out Dan quite a bit. Good. So... Is anything going to happen to that man? Probably not. No. That might have to be my next Audible credit. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. I mean... You're the dirt. Yeah, she she's interesting, Jeanette McCurdy. Um, I like she her whole new like career is like just shitting on everyone in the industry, which is like probably for a good thing. Don't you think she kind of deserves it though? No, well, I mean I don't know her story. I'm assuming. Yeah. Well, let's based off the little bits and pieces that I do know of. Yeah, we can probably. listen to the book and then we'll then we'll be able to judge. We'll do a book. We reading can judge podcast. that book by its cover. Well, why would we read it then? Hey yo. <laughs> Okay. All right, Roper. I want to make this one quick because I've already talked about it, <laughs> but it was just bad timing for this episode. We should have put this one later on. Anyway, The Artist is Four Years Strong. Dropped oh. in my favorite year, 2015. Um, By far, not by far because I'm a bright, shiny star. is very close, but I chose We All Float Down Here. Peel your skin back to show what you're made. All right, so like I said, I already went through this. We don't need to do it again. Uh, go back and listen to our second episode <laughs> of yeah. this season because we've already talked about it. And we need more people to listen to it. Yeah, we do. It was not a popular hit, surprisingly. Um, but anyway, it's a consistently good listen. Um, amazing vocal slash guitarist. And it's just classic Four Year Strong. Oh, yeah. If you like Four Year Strong and you haven't listened to this record, how dare you? Give up on Enemy of the World and whatever the other one is. Rise or Die Trying. Thank you. I always forget um, and jump into some of their newest stuff because they definitely deserve it. Hell yeah. They have never made a bad record, in my opinion. Nope. Um, do I think it's their best record? I'm going to say no. I'm yeah. going to say no, it's not. Um, I'm going to be hypocritical and say, <laughs> probably get that to Enemy of the World. <laughs> I think that one's probably my favorite record by them. Um, I do very much love it. Um, Rise or Die Trying is also very close. So, um, and you know, I'm not sure they could top their first two records ever. I think that there's always going to be like this... Like, that was what made them the band they are today with those records. And it's kind of like Blink-182, like, releasing a record now that would even come close to their earlier works. Unless they got Tom back. No, I don't think he's the savior that everyone thinks he's going to be. I don't. He's supposed to, I mean, he's back as bio. I bet they, I bet they release a few songs or something and call it good. They put out an album in 2011 that was not bad. Wasn't there? With the original three. Or not the original three, but with... Neighborhoods or something? Yeah. Yeah, it, I don't know. I, I, I liked it better than the 2017 one, but... All I could say is that, like, Tom is Wait. saving the world from aliens right now, and you want him to join a silly pop-punk band? Fuck, I'm the worst Blink fan. Why? Because they have a self-titled record. 
Uh-oh. Definitely not talking about Fuck, it. Fuck, I should have put that on my list. Damn it. There's two Dang right it, there. And that has, like, my favorite songs on there. Like, Oh, does it really? Yeah, it's got uh, Feeling This, Miss You, Always. Miss You, Miss You. Maybe it's Untitled. That's what it is. Um, but Roper, that's, that's all I had to say about Four Year Strong's record that's titled Four Year Strong. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a great record, and I love it. So how about you go to number uno? Numero uno, I picked Newfound Glory. I feel like how much like I love this band, I never talk about them. Yeah, you. Yeah, I feel I've like talked you... about them a few times, but mm-hmm. this is like truly one of my favorite bands. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this album released in two thousand. Oh yeah. My favorite release is "Dressed to Kill." That is a great song. Oh, my God. It was, I was either going to pick that, Sincerely Me, Hit or Miss, or Sucker. Okay. Um, I'm trying to remember. I just listened to this record for the first time literally today. Oh, man. Like, all the way through. I've listened to a few singles from it. Um, it's it's a good, like, it's definitely, like, the number one record, I would say, that reminds me of Warped Tour. Yeah, I could see that. So it, was, it was a good um, listen. There was a few songs I was like, I'm bored. But otherwise... There's a few skips on here. Mm-hmm. But uh, honestly, like, I could power through the skip songs if I really wanted to. Yeah, I would probably. This probably would have been my number five if Roper didn't pick it. Oh. I probably would have jumped this on the list here. So, but anyway, uh, did you talk about? Give me your, I think this is like thoughts, the man. perfect like debut record. Um, mm. I put absolutely no skips, even though I just <laughs> lied. <laughs> you big old liar! But I don't know. I listened to this record a lot more when I first started getting into Blink or. God damn it. Newfound Blink Glory. now. I know. Now you're worried. When I first started getting into Newfound Glory, I think I listened to this record the most just because of like how much I love that song Hit or Miss. Mm-hmm. I saw or I heard it in a Jimmy John's one day and I looked at my friend Sean and I'm like, who sings this song? And he's like, You're an idiot. It's Newfound Glory. And then I was hooked ever since. <laughs> because I had heard it on that movie Dickie Roberts, former child star with David Spade. David that? Spade was a child star? No, he was in the movie Dickie uh, Roberts. I've never seen Dickie. What's the plot? Uh, he's a former child star, and he gets adopted by a family to have a real childhood, and then uh, the family falls in love with him. So it doesn't seem like there's any conflict in that. Oh, it's fucking great. There is conflict, because the dad's an asshole, and then he ends up falling in love with the mom. Where's David Spade playing this? He's the he's the former child star. Wait, so two grown adults <clears throat> adopt another grown adult? Yeah, because he pays him a bunch of money. Wait, but that doesn't that's not even legal. It doesn't even make sense. I didn't write the movie, dude. <laughs> I don't have to. It's got hit or miss in it, and I'm, that was my introduction to Newfound Glory. Hmm. When that movie come out? Two thousand three. Two thousand three. 2004 ish. You were an encyclopedia, my friend. That was yeah, impressive. Because I used to watch it all the time. Hmm. Um, hit or miss pop punk staple. Uh, it really channels the true like essence of pop punk, like just heavy punk riffs, but with some catchy ass lyrics and hooks. Mm-hmm. Um, also like you were saying the bass in this record. Yeah, you were saying this off mic. But I did. I did. I because like 
you'll try to learn like their their songs off of like sticks and stones. Like some of their songs are super easy to learn how to play. Mm-hmm. And then you learn how, then you try to look up your favorite songs by them. They're like, oh no, we're going to throw in some hard shit for you. <laughs> yeah. There's like some things where like the bass isn't called for anything more than to just like bring the low end up. Yeah. And there are some parts where like the bass has got to play and like kind of like swing. Roger does it best. Roger yeah. from Lesson Jake is. That guy's a fucking animal. He's fucking crazy. Um, so, but yeah, like Groper was saying in this record, I heard a lot of play with the bass. I was like, oh, there's a lot of like movement from the bass when everyone else is kind of being stagnant for like the, uh, benefit of the song. So it was really cool to see that. And you said this is their debut record, right? So did they have a band before this? Do you know? They played in like, they've been a band since 1994, but this is like their debut studio record. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but they played in a bunch of like hardcore bands before. Together. That kind of makes sense. And I think they were really inspired by Lesson Jake because they're, I think they're from Florida too. Are they? Yeah. Huh. I want to say, or they used to tour with Lesson Jake a lot too. Back that would make then. sense. And then they got their big break with like Lesson Jake and Blink on 82. And then uh, John Feldman produced this record. Oh, Johnny boy. Oh, Johnny boy. Um, Do I think this is their best record? Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> No, I don't. <laughs> um, but I think it's definitely one B in my mind. Ooh, but that's yeah. kind of hard to say too because their third record's fucking great. What's steak um, sauce for you? Sticks and Stones is probably their best. Yeah, I uh, agree. Yeah, which is insane that it that this is their debut record because like most bands don't have this sort of success or sound on their debut record. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like really close. Or, and it's really hard for like bands to follow up with a record like Sticks and Stones. So, kudos to Newfound Glory. Thanks for being one of my favorite bands. I wish that I talked about you more. <laughs> Aw, that was a sweet little send off. Yeah, maybe they'll come on the show. I would love that. I feel like I feel like the what's the lead singer's name? I can't remember. I just know that Chad's their guitar player. He just always gives me this like happy go lucky vibe. You know yeah. what I mean? Every time I hear him talk, Dude, he's not singing. And they are every time I see him, they just kill it live. Yeah, I mean they've. I mean they're one of the like probably one of the longest touring bands oh, out yeah. there right now. Like they've just been playing forever and they don't stop yeah. ever. <laughs> so I mean they're old now. They're like in their mid forties later yeah. maybe even. So, well, been killing it twenty years now. Twenty more than twenty years. Yeah, probably almost thirty. Ugh, that's no, crazy. Twenty five. We'll go for solid twenty five. Something. Um, I got my favorite Roper. Yeah. Yeah, did you read my list at all? Uh, no. Oh, this might be a surprise for you. It's with confidence. Oh, I did read this part. <laughs> okay. Well, I figured they would be on your list somewhere. I didn't realize that they had a self-titled record until like I realized that their newest release that I listened to a yeah. shit ton was a self-title. I just didn't even put the two things together. I only listened to paper off of this record. Uh, you need to listen to the full record. Full record is a it's a it's amazing all the way through. Um, dropped in 21. I'm going to pick my favorite song off the record. Probably going to be, the. I think it was the lead single even, uh, Big Cat Judgment Day. BCJ, bro. <laughs> Thank you. D, E, C, J, D. Oh, yeah. You gotta get the D. Don't forget the D. Oh, yeah, Judgment Day. Day, day, day. 
Um, okay. So I really think With Confidence was always a great band, but this album really pulls like all of their last releases together. Uh, they really did a great job with production and like creating the catchy parts to just about every single song. And I mean like every song though that is on this record has its own identity. Um, and I think that is what made it such a great record. The only thing I can fault them on is, and it's not even their fault really necessarily, but um, I just didn't really connect lyrically with a lot of these songs. Yeah. I think that they're just kind of um, ambiguous. I'm going to use that word. Yeah. To where it's like, you kind of just make them what you want them to. Um, and But it created a really fun record. And I, whenever I need to like uh, listen for something, this is an easy one to go to. I think they got way better once they got their backup singer. Yeah. Once they kicked out the feet, dude. Feet, dude. Yeah. Please Their old guitar player got busted for asking a minor for feet pictures. Why would you even... Oh. Yeah. Oh, my God, guys. Come on. Go to feetfinder.com. <laughs> Is that an actual website? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I have not been, but I watched this video online. It was, like, this guy that looked homeless, yeah. and he was interviewing. He was like, well... And he was like... The guy interviewing was like, what do you do for work? He's like, I don't really do anything. And he's like, well, how do you, like, eat and sleep? And then he, like, starts to, like, open this car that's locked. And he's like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, this is my car. It's like a fucking, like, sports car that's probably worth 90K, if not more. And he's like, oh, this is my car. <laughs> and he's like, what do you do? He's like, I just sell feet pics on Feet Finder. Not a bad idea. And I've been thinking, like, if I shave my legs... <laughs> And I put a little bit of uh, nail polish on. Dude. I could probably be making some money. Or maybe there's like a fetish for like men feet. I doubt it. Probably is. I mean, there's probably like a like a small market out there. I don't know. You'd be surprised. So the thing about my feet is like I kind of have littler feet. You got twink feet. I could stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like my toes are like really tiny. Like, you know how people like have these like long toes I don't know how to explain this. All toes look really long to me because mine are like, they're like almost missing a nub. I'll tell you what, I hate feet. Yeah, I mean, I don't like them either. Sorry for, there's one foot fetish guy out there like, tell me more. (laughs) (laughs) I know, that's why I cut it off. No, no, I'm going to keep going. But anyway, no, 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 I'll stop, I'll stop. For now. Feet are fucking gross. Till the next episode. Um... So do I tune in to mundane Mondays? <laughs> mundane Mondays. Uh, we're making this a joke now, but I got a good feeling I think about it's it. Happen. Um. So, <laughs> do I think this is their best record? I do. I do think this is their best record. Uh, the production has really pushed this record forward, and I think that they're. I think it's it's just really fun. I think it's by like it's so hard to find a record that I think is just purely fun and not meant to like lyrically move me. And I think this record is one of the the few that really does. They're really good at that, though. What was that? All of their releases, like, they don't really... Everything is very vague, what they write about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. There was a... I was listening to some music that I would never listen to. Oh, what's that? It's like... It's like club music, almost. Oh, who are you? Uh, I was forced to, because I was in the Lady of the Night's car. Oh. And she was playing them. Lady of the Night. <laughs> and there's this song. And Only like, this is I found, the music. I found some respect for, like, yeah. the music. There's Because there was this one song, and it was like, I think the chorus was like, uh, I'm crazy, but you like that. I bite back, and I was like, that's a fucking hook right there. I was really impressed. I was like, I was like, damn, that's not something I would never think to write. Yeah. Um, so, 
Have you heard that? No. I, uh, was I don't talking, think so. I was talking to Ben on the phone about it and mentioned that to him, and he started singing the rest of the song. I'm like, Ben, I'm sure. how do you know this song? <laughs> so, yeah, that no, was really funny. We got some listener responses. Yeah, dude. Um, You want to go through them? Yeah, I asked you guys who, uh, who put out the best self-titled record. Mm. We got a lot of like mixed answers. You did. So this is really cool. I don't there's not one that repeats. Wow. I know that's cool. That is really cool. Um two minutes hate band, I believe that is correct. Newfound Glory, which we talked about. Yeah, we did. Peyton Lenhart said Paramore. I'm trying to think of which their what one of their albums is the self titled one. I think it's their first one. Is it? I bet there's a few the songs pressure. that I like off that. Dude, that song, Pressure. Is on Sims. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then and she like literally went to the studio and sang the Sims version. <laughs> I love Sim Talk, dude. Dude, that's such a, that was so great. Fun little Rise quick. Against is on it, is on that same Sims. Game. Yeah, and dude, he yeah. also did that. I saw like, <laughs> I know I saw a video of them like re recording the vocals for that. Like, that's so funny. All right. So, really crazy, um, crazy like little story. Um, but when uh, it was like prom night and then like after prom, you have like after prom. Right. Yeah. So we went and then someone hired a um, one of those. They like hypnotists. Um, and then so I actually got chosen to go up there and like fall asleep or whatever. And they make you do crazy things. But apparently my brain was too strong and they told me to sit down. <laughs> so what they do is they wait till it's like really late at night. So people are really tired and sleepy. Yeah. Um, and then, so, because I don't think I was as sleepy as everyone else, I just couldn't do it. But my friend Cameron went up there and then like, he was instructed to talk in a different language and he had this language at the time. It sounded so alien. I was like, <laughs> I was kind of freaked out. I was like, Oh my God, that is so not. So anyway, someone took a video of it and then showed it to him and he's like, Oh, that's sim talk. <laughs> <laughs> I was blown away, and I was like, it does make sense now. My friends and I, when we first, like, turned 21, well, when I first turned 21, we would just get so hammered and have conversations with each other, mm -hmm. and it wouldn't make sense to anybody around us, but we all knew what we were talking about, so we had one of our friend's sisters, like, on the outside, and she's like, you guys literally were just going, and then we're like, yeah, we're talking Sims, <laughs> and but we're having an actual conversation. It's an it's incredible. A fail State band said torn between American football and Tiger's Draw. Nice Midwest emo picks. Yeah, I uh I haven't listened to much American football. Tiger's Draw, I actually put on just to like kind of check it out. Yeah. Because I keep telling myself I'll like Tiger's Draw if I keep trying. I just don't. I think I like <laughs> that one song. I like their album cover of the pizza more than I actually like the band. Like yeah, I like yeah. the band. I guess they have a donut shop in Philly. Really? Yeah, we should go to that. Yeah, right now. whenever we go to Philly, you know. Mm-hmm. Kinsey Winget, Winget said the front bottoms. I did that. You're welcome, you Kinsey. Um, great, great little album. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> Roper's mom said, "Good Charlotte." Thank you, Roper's Good mom. Good job, mom. Um, that was a, I was a surprise for me. I was like very like in love with Screamer or what that's what it's called. Yeah, right? we used to listen to that album all the time in the minivan. Yeah. Um, my aunt said, never mind the bullocks. Here's the sex pistols. Technically it counts because their name is in there. Yeah, classic. Classic. And my aunt too. never comments on here. Yeah, it's just Roper's family just gives us. Yeah. <laughs> my dad, I don't know who this guy is. Yeah. Aldo Nova. Yeah. I don't know. I just picture him like 
just got, with the saxophone or something. Got to be like a new wave guy or something. Mm, interesting. Oh. Um, and then Brian Crowder said the used. I forgot about this album too. This album fucking rules. I never listened to a ton oh, of the used. So good. Which is not fair. Taste should... of Ink rules. Uh, their other songs rule. <laughs> good choice. <laughs> All right, should we? Uh, should we go to the up and coming band of the week? You bet. Are any of you listeners in a small and up-and-coming band? If that's the case, we would love to hear from you. If you want to be a part of the show, we have a nifty Google form you can fill out to give us all the info we need to get your song submitted. You can find a link to the form in our link tree on any and all of our social media. Now, Roper! Yeah? You like that transition? I tried. This is a little long for my liking. Well, I haven't had a woman tell me that. <laughs> Uh, this week we got to get better ladies of the night. <laughs> this week we have Card Reader with their song Reminder. Hell yeah. Card Reader is a new pop punk band from Long Island, New York. We released our first EP Mental Scars on Tuesday, November 10th, 2020. I feel like they submitted this a long time ago. They did. We have such a long list. Uh, four months later, we landed our first major accomplishment by winning the 2021 Interstate Music Awards, our first place finish among hundreds of other IMA artists, submissions, and earned 5000 in prizes, and we went on to perform live on the Interstate Music Stage in Milwaukee on September 23rd of 2021. That's a, your birthday. A day bef- after my day birthday. Day after your birthday. Keep forgetting, you fool. Um, and $5,000 in prizes, they're just rubbing it in. Pretty dope. They're rubbing it in right now. Good job, guys. Let's move on to the next <laughs> up-and-coming band of the week. No, we wouldn't do that. <laughs> so what's the story behind the song here? Uh, most people think it's a breakup song, but he actually wrote the song about his childhood friend. One day, he moved to California from New York. He cut off everyone in his life while in his late 20s. No reason left behind the people closest to him. This song is about the feeling of confusion when someone disappears but still walks the earth. And it's produced by none other than Nuke Bruzzese. What a callback. What a callback. It's all full circle today. Um, so, Roper. Yeah, what? I think you know what you need to do. Kick it. <laughs>
was a bop yeah it was so catchy dude yeah reminder reminder I like when the the final chorus kicked in i was already singing it i know i was already singing it beat him to the punch mm-hmm. i like card reader's name too yeah it reminds me of his other band title or, that's right yeah i know it's one um you're talking about title holder though. title holder yeah i was gonna call him title fight i'm like that's yeah that's not band. it that's not <laughs> it title holder though awesome as well it's got some horns on there like that. So if you like horns, you gotta check out that band too. Yeah, dude. Um, but as for Card Reader, um, we had a lot of fun with this one. Yeah. I think that this one uh, it sticks to the roots of our show, which I like because yeah. we've been kind of tearing away from that lately. And so it's nice to come back to it a little bit. Can you imagine? They submitted this like last year. I know. Can you imagine what they sound like now? They sound even better, better I'm dude. sure. But Roper, they only have 122 monthly listeners. That's bullshit. I'm so fucking mad. I could break something, but I don't. I'm in my room. It's not a good look. And here's a reminder. You don't want to break any of your own things. Mm, yeah. Luckily, I'm not in my room. That could be Roper's hot take. We'd never know. He doesn't even know until the very end. And I love that about him. Yeah. But anyway, card reader, 122 monthly listeners. Let's change that. Let's put a little bit of, let's put an additional four on them. <laughs> Four listeners? I'd like to put all the listeners that we can on them. Let's get all of our listeners that listen to this episode mm-hmm. onto their Spotify to listen to them. And if you do that, Roper will drive to wherever you are and give you a hug. Yep. But you're paying for gas. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our show. As a reminder, you can find our link on any and all of our social medias. Our username is PPES Podcast everywhere. Everywhere. That's Instagram. Instagram. Facebook. Facebook. Twitter. Twitter. And more. <laughs> so much more. Uh, please drop us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to help our show grow. No, you didn't do it right. Grow. Help our show grow. There you go, buddy. <laughs> 
every single song you heard today on today's episode will be on a Spotify playlist. You can also find a playlist of our up-and-coming bands from each season. Each season. As well as our pop-punk emo supremo picks playlist that I curate weekly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a ton of playlists now. Yeah, dude. Like, I think over 100 now. We probably own the Spotify amount of playlists, you know? Yeah, it's a lot. It's record. a lot to keep up with. Yeah, we should actually see who has the most playlists. I mean, we definitely got to be in the top like five percent for, yeah. sure. for uh, sure. Well, don't forget at the end of each month to check out our new show, Pop Punk Emo Supremo News, for all your n- monthly new <laughs> releases, tour announcements, and more. Yeah, we changed it to monthly because weekly we just couldn't find enough shit yeah we just like we want to do it we want to update you guys and i was so tired of like for like the playlists and stuff it made more sense to just do one episode of new stuff so we could talk about that more that way you have more music to listen to on more playlists Mm -hmm. you'd be like oh shit i forgot that blank released their record earlier this month i need to go listen to that and then you can thank us. Yeah. Yeah, you can. <laughs> so dumb. Also, it was really hard for us to find new releases. <laughs> it's, been a sh- it's been a slow little yeah. time. I'm yeah. been not impressed. But anyway, Roper, give us a hot take, baby. Ooh. What's your hot take on today that you're randomly thinking of right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, Watch that new episode of uh, House of the Dragon last night. Oh, yeah? How was it? It was great. Was it really good? Yeah, that's not my hot take. My hot take is George R.R. R. Martin should ch- quit maiming people and chopping off their genitals. Why? Because it's gross. That's probably why people like, like it. Like the middle of that episode, s- spoilers ahead, I'm sorry. Here we go. But uh, just like the gold cloaks just start raiding King's Landing for no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> then they just pull some dude's pants off and chop off his nuts. That's a sign of like dominance. Well, yeah. But they're also just like chopping other people's hands off. So why did they just chop off his nuts? Like, know? was he like a character? No, he's oh, just some just random, random dude. That's <laughs> pretty funny. And I just thought it was so out of character, or not uh, out of character for Game of Thrones. Just I just thought it was weird. Like, like no, let's chop his balls off, not this other dude's. Let's take his hands. Yeah. Which would you rather lose in that situation? My uh, balls. You'd rather lose your balls. I'm not getting anyone prego. And you, well, on that top way, of that, I d- play guitar. I need my hands. Yeah, you could become a eunuch. What's a eunuch? You know the spider from the original Game of Thrones, the bald dude? Oh, I've only seen the, the first spider. two seasons. Well, he's in those. Is he? And yeah. they were like, the I watched them in 2015? Oh, man. Yeah, sometime in that area. You're behind, dude. Um, So I've been... Uh, the Lady of the Night really likes Game of Thrones. Ooh. So I've been thinking about trying it again because I have HBO Max or whatever. I would um, recommend it. But I it. don't want to watch it because I know the ending sucks. Uh, ha- Well, you haven't seen the ending. So. I know it's bad. Every fucking Game of Thrones fan hates it. I literally Game put Breaking Bad as the number one drama on IMDb. I'm a Game of Thrones fan, and I just thought it was all right. Really? It wasn't mm-hmm. outstanding. Well, George R. R. Martin wasn't, like, a part of it. No. Somewhere. Is he a part of the new series? Yes. He is. That's why everybody's getting their nuts chopped off. <laughs> okay. Um, I have a hot take. Ah. I have a hot take. Is this just turning into both of our hot takes? I guess. It's mainly yours, it's okay. and if I want to throw one in there, I can. Okay. Um, My hot take is that everyone should go and watch How To with John Wilson. 
on HBO Max. I was telling um, Roper to watch this. But it's like one of those shows that everyone passes over, but it's so fucking funny in like a unique way. And it's like, it's just this original. It's basically like <coughs> Animal Planet, but with New York. And just watching what crazy people do okay. in New York. It's fucking awesome. Did you see that HBO Max is just getting rid of a bunch of shows quietly yeah. and it's pissing a bunch of like creators off? All of my favorite shows are getting the next season. So what, that would be like the rehearsal. Yeah. Um, with, that's with Nathan Fielder. I'm a huge Nathan Fielder fan. Um, and there was a few. I think there was another one too. Because Discovery Plus is merging with uh, Warner. Which is Time great. Warner. So maybe I don't have to pay for both fucking streaming services. I can just watch my reality TV without paying more money. Oh, you pay for Discovery? I had at one time because I wanted to watch. Oh, you watch The Bachelor, don't you? Yeah, but that's not <clears throat> Discovery. That's ABC. Yeah, um, but there was, uh, what's it called? Uh, 90 Day Fiance. Which, have you seen that show? Yeah. It is amazing. No. It is, what? <laughs> what do you mean? It's not amazing. I don't, I just, I don't, I'm not a big, like, like that type of show. I like Love on the Spectrum. That show was great. That's a great show, too. So heartwarming. I love when it's not heartwarming and watching people that Choose should really words. think out their thoughts okay. a little bit better. <laughs> I was what I was going for the entire time. <laughs> I just so you everyone, were going to. I thought you were just going to go off the rails for a second. No, 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 no. I need people like that to have more reality TV. So, okay. Can't win them all. Oh, also, I found a new one, and it's called Fuckboy Island. And I've heard about this. And it is... Oh, dude. Speaking of HBO, have you yeah. seen the... I haven't watched it yet, but they've got the show about the people who meet on virtual reality, and they go on oh. dates together on virtual reality. But like you in virtual reality. You only see it as they're in virtual reality. So you don't see the actual people. It's a reality show. What's it called? I don't know, but it's on HBO. I'll have to watch that right after I, this. That just sounds like a show my dad would fucking hate. So I, every show your dad hates, I love. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty about it. Yeah, my dad. My dad's got some real strong opinions. He can watch his spaghetti westerns. I'll watch my 90 Day <laughs> Fiance. <laughs> my dad won't even watch a show. He'd be like, I bet that fucking sucks. 